At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hour two of the nightcap here on VEASAN. Jeff Parles to my left, Tim Murray with you. We've got overtime in on Long Island, two to two, Lightning and Islanders. I got uh, the only apparently good bet that I've made tonight. Well, is, don't say that yet. Well, at least we got to overtime. I mean. Uh, we And we've won yeah! it overtime. Yes. Woo! Yes. Yes. Thank you. See, some salvation, <laughs> salvaging, some bad juju as the Islanders. I told you, Jeff Parles. Hey, 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 what? I, I had. They're I, not going down. I, I had it pre. They're not closing. Couldn't... They're not closing down the barn with a loss. <laughs> Let's go, Islanders. Bring it home. Plus three twenty-five at the end of two wow, periods. Wow. What a what a bad turnover by Vasilevsky there to set up the winner for the Islanders. And I would imagine that it is, uh, whoo, what, a, what an environment that's got to be right now. Man, there. that just makes, that makes my day so much better. And if we could get uh, the first five under after two first inning homers home here, Jeff, in the uh, Padres-Dodgers game as we head to the bottom of the third, two to two, only two hits are homers from Crennenworth and, uh, and Machado. If we can get that home, it would salvage some positive, some 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 stuff here because man, that under stunk. And I tell you what, uh, where we where we sat um, on uh, uh, in that game, I was not we're not feeling so great. So uh, here here we are. The Islanders get it done, and there will be a game seven Islanders and Lightning coming up on Friday evening. Yeah, yeah. How about that? And and look, it could be two for two here in the hockey, Tim. Yep. We could be two for two here. Is uh, again, this did not look promising. Two nothing. 
quickly back to 2-1. And again, here you go. This The, the, the play, uh, the, the wins are for Anthony Beauvillier, by the way, the game winner. So if you had any props there, but just beat him. Beat him 5-0. There you go. Islanders uh, forced the game 7. Down 2 to nothing late in the second period. Ah, mid, more midway through. They get a goal from Eberle. Uh to, t- to take it 2-1, and then Scott Mayfield in the third period, and uh, the game winner right there. So a 3-2 a Islanders win, and our guy, J.J. After Dark, John Yastrzemski, was on this show, and we said, you gotta go to the Nassau, gotta go to Nassau Coliseum. He is there tonight. Uh, we might have to get him on the show tomorrow, because he said uh, he has to go. He's there, and they get the victory, so... Uh, Islanders get the win. Bucks get the loss. 116-103. Overhits. Trey Young, cash your ticket if you had him to be the game's leading scorer at some really nice plus money, man. Plus 225. <laughs> and I I'm not gonna even say that I stared at it, Jeff, because I looked at it and I said, I don't know. I think I think that the Bucks are gonna be a tough challenge for him. I think Drew Holiday's gonna guard him. Very strong. He had 48 points. <laughs> do you want to know? Do, pretty good day. The do you want to know a list? Uh, Trey, uh, here's the list: 45 and 10 assists in a conference finals game. You want you want the you want the full list? I'll go, ahead, it, go go ahead. Please. I'll give it to you. Young, comma Trey, end list. That's it. He's the only player to have 45 plus. And 10 plus. He had 48 and 11 tonight, and he was absolutely tremendous in this game over on three pointers, uh, just over and everything for Trey Young. And the Hawks got it done. Uh, Bucks made a little bit of run, but uh, Hawks answered and uh, they get the victory. Tim Doyle, uh, who is uh, does the, the NBA bet casts. He's going to join us here uh, in just a moment to break down this game, get his thoughts on it, take a look ahead to tomorrow as well. But I'm very curious to see the series price. Oh, I got it. You ask. Lay it on us. You shall receive. Hold rec- on. Bucks minus 240. Okay. You're very wrong. Rex Byers yep. from, uh, from Westgate. Uh, Westgate. Game two, Hawk, uh, Hawks getting 7.5, total to 226.5. Series price, Bucks. Minus 150, plus 130 on Atlanta. Ooh, man. You're going to have to have some discipline here. Uh, I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet it. <laughs> it's a nightcap here on VEASAN. It is the nightcap, and man, I love this show. I do. It, it, every night, it's 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 such a different monster in a good way. And having the Islanders come back and just, I you know me, I don't I don't bet hockey, not at all. <laughs> um, but I I just looked at the price behind us. It was plus three twenty five. The Islanders had just made it a two one game, Jeff. And I said, you know what? Last game ever in Nassau Coliseum, maybe. Yeah, but let's put a little bit on the money line. They win it in overtime, three to two, and the Hawks pull off a stunner. So a pretty shocking sports night uh, here uh, in the sports world. Padres and Dodgers stay under three and a half. There, folks. Fernando Tatis, no home runs. Uh, but let's bring in Tim Doyle. Uh, so much to get to, Tim, and I, I gotta get your advice, man, because uh, if you give me the green light, I'm gonna bet this when Jeff asks the question. 
The Westgate Superbook just posted the updated series price. Bucks minus 150 to win this series. Hawks on the buyback at plus 130. From what you saw tonight, do the Hawks, do the Bucks still take it, take this series, or now do you have some serious doubts? Um, I do believe the Bucks win this series. And Tim, if you want to get in now, it's now's the time to do it. Yeah, I called this game for TNT bets. And just from a former player's eye, it looked like the Bucs were like, oh, this is cute. Like the little brothers give us a good game and stuff. And then they flipped that switch. But, you know, Trey Young put on a masterful performance, but he got a lot of help. John Collins was great. And then the Bucks' attention to detail was pretty awful. And what I mean by that was Clint Capella grabbed the rebound where the Bucs were up one. And he had the ball into the basket. You know what Clint Capella is shooting from the free throw line? Worse than you two guys sitting on your fannies right now. You know what you're supposed to do? Foul him. Like, you foul him hard. Instead, he shot like a layup where he didn't even jump, and then he flexed. That, to me, showed me that the Bucks were not all there up there. Tim, and, I, Tim. you know, that was an, exhausting, it was an exhausting series against the Nets. And I just thought, like, they thought, like, they could flip the switch. I do think that they're the more talented team. But I'll tell you this right now. Atlanta's going to win at least another game, maybe even two in this series. So, Tim, if you jump in now, I do think you're going to be a winner. But be prepared to sweat. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm probably going to sweat. I just I, I do want to let you know, Tim, <laughs> um, I, I, I hold a distinction. Um, I set my college school's record for worst shooting free throw percentage in a single season. So Clint Capella probably is better than me at shooting free throws. I, I was eight for 31 my, uh, my junior year. So 25.8%. So, you know, under normal circumstances, that would probably work. But you're talking to the guy who is, is worse than Ben Simmons at <laughs> shooting free throws. Yeah, I mean, it was just it, it was a uh, it was a game where you know Trey Run Trey Young really got working offensively. I just felt like the Bucks did play with no urgency, and we I saw the numbers just from a, a trending standpoint that when two teams come off of a game seven, that game one of that next series is batting like seventy percent over. It, it ended up it did go over at the line which finished around two twenty five, but the line did open at two twenty nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And it ended up on 229. So depending where you got in, obviously, uh, the game ended up going over. If you got in early, it ended up going under. So uh, the lines were really close. But I still think the Bucs are going to win this series. I do think they're the more talented team. But, hey, it's Atlanta again in game one. One game one in New York, one game one in Philadelphia, and now they win game one in Milwaukee. Well, Tim, you, you just brought it up there. A team would nope would basically the three three key players on this team have no playoff experience going into this uh, postseason, Tim. And all they've done is win two series, win all three games on the road in game one. Uh, it just Can you remember a run like this in the NBA from a team that, okay, maybe they beat New York, but then it's going to be over in the second round. But now leading the Eastern Conference Finals one game in here. You know, it, it doesn't happen too often that a five seed gets to an NBA championship. Ironically, it did happen last year. Uh, Miami was a five seed, uh, and they ended up knocking off uh, Milwaukee and then ended up going to an NBA championship. I think this run by Atlanta would be more impressive because they're actually playing teams on their home floor. Last year was in the bubble, so there was really no home court advantage, even though it was a great run by Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. What the Hawks are doing is really remarkable. And 
you know, there comes a point where you got to draw the line in the sand. And I had picked the Knicks in that series. And then I had picked the Sixers in seven. <laughs> but then you go, I think Atlanta's better. Like, I jumped ship. Like, I was like, you know when you show up late to the party and everyone else is partying, you're like, give me a Long Island iced tea. Like, you drink the most ridiculous thing ever because <laughs> you have to catch up. Like, I had to catch up on the Hawks. So now I'm, like, pounding Long Island iced teas or, I guess, Atlanta iced teas to catch up on the train. I had Atlanta. I had uh, Bucks first half tonight, which ended up being a miracle win. They scored two buckets late to cover the four and a half, and I had Bucks for the game, so I ended up splitting that. But I would never. I would not lay seven or eight points with the Bucks uh, going forward in game number two. We're talking to Tim Doyle. You could follow him on Twitter at Tim Doyle double uh, zero. There, um, Trey Young. It's. It's pretty interesting when you look at uh, the most previous series against the Philadelphia 76ers. I think he was the leading scorer, and at least he wasn't the leading scorer in Game Seven. He struggled there. Uh, that was uh, Kevin Herter's 27-point uh, performance. But you looked at I think four of the previous games, he was the game's leading scorer heading into tonight. And Tim, you know, last night on the show, I, I felt like all right. Uh, you know, he's he's going to struggle against Drew Holiday. I couldn't have been more off and. He was plus 225 to be the game's leading scorer. Are the Bucks going to make some tweaks here defensively? Because he just ate them alive tonight. Yeah, I think Brooke Lopez can't be on the floor. And it's a hard decision to make because Brooke Lopez like, played really valuable minutes, had an enormous block against Brooklyn. But Trey Young is like, come on out here, buddy. Like You're going to be in my land. And he ate them up. I saw Giannis at the five a lot. You know what's crazy about Trey Young was – he was cooking in that first half, and then midway through the third quarter, his player prop scoring went to 46 and a half live. <laughs> and I just went, I'm sorry. Like, you got to draw the line in the sand somewhere. Like, I, I, I'm going to go under. Sure enough, he ends up with 48 points. Uh, so he, he didn't blow past it, but he ends up going over uh, 46 and a half. I was like, there's no way, but. Yeah, it was he. He was really rolling. Both the teams, guys, were awful from three. Atlanta was eight for thirty-two, and the Bucks were eight for thirty-six. So twenty-five uh, percent was the best of twenty-two percent. Both teams really struggled from the field. I'll tell you this: the defensive intensity was awful in this game. I, I just thought like two teams lacked energy on the defensive end. The attention to detail wasn't there. Uh, th this game would have blew past the over if guys would have made shots. I mean. Both teams shot 25% from three, and the game still ended up going over, depending on where you're locking at. But the Hawks are going to win another game or two in this series, so lock in right now. Tim, if you like the Bucks right now, money line in the series, I think it's a, I think it's a smart play. Tim, uh, I want to shift over to the, the West. Phoenix, obviously, in dramatic 40 minutes to take, to take three minutes last night to win that game against the Clippers. Uh, looks like CP3 is going to be able to go tomorrow night. Uh, just uh, Tim, I don't want to. I want, don't want to say this series is trending towards it being a Phoenix collapse. Would be the only thing that gets the Clippers back into this, but it sure feels that way that right now to me. I think you really have to look at what the Clippers have done on the road the last five games they played. All right, both games against Phoenix, uh, one possession games in the fourth quarter. Obviously, they should have won yesterday or could have won. If Paul George makes his free throw, so. And then game five in Utah, they win. And then games one and two in Utah, 
you know, uh, Morris gets a three block by Gobert in game one, and then game two is a one possession game in the fourth quarter, maybe two possession game. My point is, all of the Clippers' losses on the road have been like pretty good. And then they've gone home and they've overcome all this adversity. You know, what we question coming in, into the playoffs with the quicker, with the Clippers is, are they tough? Well, what's Paul George gonna do? Are they just gonna fold like a cheap suit? And actually they haven't done any of that. They've just bounced back from multiple O2 deficits. They've won really tough road games. They fought through injuries. So I, at this time I'm gonna bet the next two Clippers games. I'm gonna pick out a fixed amount. Mm-hmm. Not gonna tell you because my wife might be listening. I'll probably make it two grand, okay? So I'll bet two grand in game three. And if that loses, I'll bet four grand in game four. And then if both of them lose, then I'll wipe my hands of it. They're winning one of those games. I actually think they're probably going to win both. And this series is going to go six or seven. But uh, I'm really confident that they're going to get one of those wins. And that's how I'm going to bet it. Pick out your fixed amount. We all have different fixed amount. And if you tell my wife I'm going to fly out there, I'm not going to be happy with either one of you guys. We, we promise. We promise. Hopefully Mrs. Doyle not watching right now. You know, we always want people watching. She can join in next segment, but hopefully not this Thank segment you. right now. Uh, we're talking to Tim Doyle. Um, you know, it's funny, Tim, because I, I'm, I'm thinking the same way for tomorrow. My my lone hesitation and my curiosity, and, and I'm, I'm curious what you'll say about this, is you know, in a lot of spots, and obviously we saw it in the most previous series with the Clippers, where you're up 2-0, you go on the road, maybe you, don't, you lack that urgency that your opponent has. Chris Paul's returning, more than likely. I, I think he's officially out of protocol. He's probable for tomorrow. He's going to play. So yep. does that give the Suns that punch in the arm that, hey, we're up 2-0, but our leader is back. You know, he's going to give us that infusion. Or do the Clippers, and I give credit to Clippers fans. I've dogged on them quite a bit, but they were fantastic uh, in that Utah series in that closeout game six. So um, do you think it's still, even with Paul returning, do you still think the Clippers are, are the right side tomorrow? I do, just because they're home. Yeah. And they've played great at home, and they've looked dominant at home. But I get what you're saying with Chris Paul. I actually had futures on Chris Paul. If Chris Paul would have won the MVP, I would have won close to $80,000. I had him at 500 to 1. I had him at 50. <laughs> I just kept betting him over and over again because I saw the value that he had with this squad. This team didn't make the playoffs. And then, you know what he is? He's the team mom. Like he cuts up the orange slices before the game. He gives everybody <laughs> apple juice on the sidelines. Like everyone believes in him. So if I stick to that philosophy, then you gotta think the Suns have a big time chance in this game. I, I'm just, I've been so impressed by the Clippers. I have them at five and a half to one to win the NBA title. I have them at 16 to one the M- NBA title. I don't think they're going to win the NBA title without Kawhi Leonard, to be frankly honest. So I, I think those are losing tickets. But, man, they've given me a great run for my money. They've showed me a lot in the playoffs. They've showed me a lot of toughness. But Chris Paul coming back, I got to tell you this. I got to get on his insurance plan because he hurt his neck in, like, game three of the Lakers series, and he was, like, dead. And then all of a sudden, like, he saw Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid, and he's actually <laughs> playing better now than he's actually played the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> I, I can't disagree with anything uh, Tim just said there on uh, on CP3. And, Tim, I would have been with you if uh, CP3 had won the MVP. Uh, I wouldn't have won as much as you, but uh, I had a bunch of 500-to-1 tickets that, unfortunately, yeah. are all in the trash right now. But Damn. T- yeah, no, I know. But, Tim, just if you're betting it right now, after what we saw tonight and what we've seen so far in this Western Conference Final, what what's the one team that you would bet in the futures market to win the title right now? Wow, that's a good question. I, I, I thought the Bucks 
dominated Brooklyn over the last five games. You know, they won four to five versus Brooklyn, but they really won five of five, right? That was the game where Jeff Green went seven to seven from three. Durant played out of his mind or else they made the proper adjustments. One game six and then one game seven on the road. I I told like my close buddies, I was like lay nine and a half in this game, lay 10, buy it up and let get plus money. If you want to bet a parlay, I, I thought they would run all over Atlanta and it just looked like they were kind of going through the motions and, they, they are the better team. I think we all know that, but there was just a lack of urgency in game one. Plus, it doesn't help when you can't make a shot. Right. You know, they just couldn't make a three in this game. So uh, coaches would always tell me this when I played. They would say, if you play hard on defense, that will translate to offense. I always thought that was a bunch of horse malarkey, but it actually ended up being true in this case. Like, the defense was awful. And, like, I used that Capella example because everyone knows he's struggling from the free throw line. Like, you don't give him a layup there. But they were so confident, like, ah, forget it, we'll let him score. Like, they were in that mentality of, all right, yeah, we'll give up two, but we'll get three. Or we'll, like, I felt like they were just trying to, like, trade punches with them instead of, like, really locking in and guarding. And so th- that's why I still think they're going to win the series. But Atlanta has showed me something. They've showed a lot of guts, and they got a lot of guys that can make plays. And John Collins was really exceptional in this game. But I still think the Bucks are going to win, but instead of it being four or five, it's probably going to be six or seven. Yeah, and I'll be sweating it out uh, as I did make that bet. Minus 150 for them to win the series. Uh, Tim, before we let you run, we got about a minute or so. I'm curious, you know, I don't know how critical you get of coaches, but man, Mike Budenholzer at times, you just, yeah, you, you, you scratch your head. And I know we, we hypo, we, we go into, we critically analyze everything now in the postseason, but there were just some things. That last possession, 29 seconds to go, it seemed like they had nothing really cooking there. Um, what, what have you made of Budenholzer's coaching moves so far this postseason? Yeah, well, I, I thought he did make adjustments after Game 5. I mean, Game 5 against Brooklyn, they were pathetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are up 17, and then you got Giannis shooting fadeaway jump shots on James Harden on one leg. Like, they did make adjustments, one Game 6, one Game 7. And then, you know, today, who ends up taking the big shot? It was Pat, Pat Connaughton. Like, yeah, like, that's, like, to your point, Tim, that's not who you want taking the big shot. And not only did he miss, it was like my Terrible. wife shooting. I yeah. mean, he, like, he threw it, yeah, like, he tried to, like, drop kick it. Like, that was awful. The shot was, that's why he doesn't shoot that shot in that instance. So, uh, I get what you're saying. I, I think that Mike Budenholzer is not in the clear. Just because oh, you beat the Nets, no. I, you, know, you lose this series, I, I still think that your job's on the line. You know, do you want to know how he's keeping his job right now? By about this much, because that's the that was what Durant was stepping on the line. You know, if he was behind the line, he would have been out of a job right now. So he's kept his job by about that much. So I, I get what you're saying. I do think that I, I find myself rooting for Giannis as yeah. an old school guy. You know, Isaiah went through some tough times going overcoming Boston. Uh, Jordan had a tough time overcoming the Pistons. LeBron had to get out of Cleveland and win a title. Like Giannis has been through some tough times. I feel like now is his time. This is his best team, but not off to a great start in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tim, appreciate it. Great stuff. Fresh off the set of his uh, TNT broadcast. That is Tim Doyle. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The nightcap here on Vison. Another sweat for me. Just how'd I bet baseball? What am I doing, Jeff? What am I doing in my life? I saw plus money, Trevor Bauer against Joe Musgrove, and I need no more runs in the top of the fourth inning between the Padres and the Dodgers, oh. and it's uh, two to one with men on first and second for the Dodgers. You only have to make it an inning and a half. It's not like you have to make it the rest of the game. That's true. That's true. You're going to have Musgrove. You're, you're captain uh, optimistic today. I, I, I like it. Yeah, and so far my optimism has been unfounded except for the Islanders. Islanders, though, baby. Islanders, look, the, that's, the big, that, that, that's where the optimism needed to be, and it actually worked that out. Was the, that was the biggest bite of the, uh, or the biggest plus money to come home. But, yeah, pretty much every, the only thing for me that came home in Bucks Hawks and you know the, <laughs> you folks, at, the, the, the folks at DraftKings <laughs> could have won this bet. I uh, I faded Herder. He was twelve and a half, I believe, at Circa. No, twelve and a half at Westgate. Uh huh. Thirteen here at Circa, and I played under Herder. He had thirteen points with like seventeen minutes to go, and he finishes with thirteen. But that was pretty much all that worked out for me in the Bucks game. Once again, Hawks beat the Bucks 116-113. Trey Young cash everything. Threes, points, leading scorer, assists, everything. Trey Young got there and he finished the night with 48 points. He uh he finished with 11 assists. 
seven rebounds, over, 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 game's leading scorer, over, double-double, uh, minus 103. I mean, everything, just cash, 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 cash. Everything, if you are pro-Trey Young, if you are an Oklahoma Sooner or an Atlanta Hawk fan, Good for you because you won a lot of money on Trey Young and maybe you won money on the Atlanta Hawks because you could have found them as juicy as 3-1 to one on the money line pre-flop, Jeff. What a night for the Atlanta Hawks. They take a 1-0 series lead. And I, similar to the last series, have already bet against the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> I took the Philadelphia 76ers at minus 130, and now I have taken the Milwaukee Bucks at minus 150 to win this series Incredible run. I just, until it happens, I can't envision it. The Bucks didn't play awful, but they, they are the better team. And unlike the Philadelphia 76ers, who had a superstar who was allergic to scoring the basketball, I think you're going to get moments. Chris Middleton's not going to play as poorly as he did tonight. Now, Drew Holiday might not play as well as he did tonight with 33 points. But I still believe in the Bucks. I think they'll win game two, and uh, they'll steal a game in Atlanta, and we'll be in a, in a good situation. But as Tim Doyle just referenced, Jeff, this is going to be a, a, a sweat. This is not going to be fun uh, for Bucks backers in this series. What makes you say that? What makes Tim Doyle say that? Yes, it's going to be – look, if tonight is any indication of what the series is going to be, this is going to be seven or six. Mm-hmm. And the one big thing, and we saw it in the last series, and we didn't talk about it a lot because I don't think a lot of us, me included, didn't realize how big of an advantage it was. Nate McMillan's a really good basketball coach, Tim Murray. He is a really good coach. And he had the coaching advantage last series against Doc, obviously showed his head in that, and he's a better coach than Mike Budenholzer. And it showed up tonight. I mean, look. No disrespect to your guy, Pat Connaughton, here. <laughs> no. but, but you cannot run a play for Pat Connaughton at the end of the game like that. You can't do it. And that was what you come up with out of a timeout? Really? Really? I mean, it just – and Budenholzer's had all sorts of problems in the postseason throughout his career in Milwaukee and in Atlanta, for that matter, too. Even though the one East final they made, everyone got hurt. So, But, look, Nate McMillan is the better coach in this series. And he – you know what? As crazy as it may sound, he very well may have the best player in this series. Trey Young, for this series right now, he's the best player. Tim Murray's going to fire his losing ticket into the camera. There oh, you, go. you almost, you almost got it dead on there. Yeah, uh, ground ball to first. Eric Cosmer tried to turn the old four, three, six, one double play, and Fernando Tatis Jr. throw was low. Got past Joe Musgrove, and run comes home to score two, two. Top of the fourth, Padres and Dodgers. Uh, but I do have some good news, as we always like to get the best number. Rex Byers just tweeted this, math wise. Bucks series price should be higher despite Hawks' liability after a couple of small bets from public and m- more consultation from those who forgot more NBA than I know. Series price on Milwaukee is up to minus 200. Closing line value, Tim Murray. Closing line value, <laughs> this guy. Hawks in six. It's a nightcap here on Beeson. <laughs> Thank you.
part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. That is where you need to look. Go search for that. Also, get this show on VSIN Best Bets. Also, we have podcasts, Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, plus we've got Hardwood, Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, all for free. It's a beautiful price, Mr. Parles. Available now, vcin.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, we like to keep things honest. Hasn't been the greatest night for your boy, betting-wise. Let's see. Under 225, loser. Uh, Kevin Herter under 13 points push did I have anything else in that game? I don't think I had anything else in that game you didn't come back with the Bucks at any point right? I did not Okay. Um, and you're good then Islanders plus 320 on the money line winner first 5 under nope did not come home in that 2-2 two to two. Dodgers and Padres right now bottom of the 4th I just want to go back real quickly to what we were talking about and uh, JVT, him and I were texting back and forth. And it, the the Milwaukee Bucks were, I believe, minus 450 to win this series. Minus 480 in some spots. So that's an implied probability of, let's just use 450. It's 82% chance that they're going to win this series. They lose game one, and we talked about it. Uh, the Westgate Superbook opened minus 150. They have since adjusted, and it is now minus 200. But that was a drop of 22% in implied probability after losing game one by three points. Now back to minus 200, so a, a drop of 16%, but still 66.7% chance of coming home. So that is where we stand, and I think that makes a little bit more sense um, you know, just texting back and forth with JVT, he thought it would be significantly higher. He thought it would be in like the 270 range. I thought that was pretty high. Um, but uh, we'll see where other shops open. You know, sometimes you, you just have to give credit where credit's due. You put a number out there, if you're the first one to market like Westgate was, they were aggressive and as, uh, as they have adjusted and they now sit minus 200 for the Buck series. That feels more correct than yeah. the, minus, the minus 150. I was surprised it was that low, but look, I mean, I was happy. I, about I, it. Well, you you were smart. Well, and I, you actually I was it. smart for now. Oh no, but look, look again. <laughs> if the Hawks end up winning this, series, as we as always you like said, to say from the classic Dumb and Dumber, it's a risk I'm willing to take. At minus 150 for the Bucks to win this series. That is a risk I'm willing to take. Oh, look, it's one of those bets that if you lose it, so be it. So right, I look, I I. I I didn't. I didn't bet it mostly because I don't. After seeing what I saw tonight, the one concern about the Bucks that I've always had is their head coach, and their head coach had did not have a good night tonight. No. And again, on the other side, you have a guy who is who has never fully gotten the proper respect for how good of a coach he is, and that may be a product of. You've got a man crush on Nate McMillan. I like Nate McMillan. Well, look what happened to the Pacers this year. No, I know. For sure. The Pacers, I mean, the Pacers were a a perennial overachiever. That was inexplicable. It was insane that they fired him. No, that made no. I remember when that came out, I'm like, what? Yeah, no, it was insane. And then now they're they're looking for another head coach. Because uh, Bjorkgren was a disaster, to say the very least. But look, uh, and also, too, I'll go back to what I said at at the end of the last segment. As crazy as it may seem to people, 
Trey Young is the best player in the series until further notice, Tim. He really is. I, I don't disagree, um, but I, I think you can make a hard argument. I mean, obviously, if, if Trey Young's Giannis the best. One, two MVPs, no, no, no. Yeah. If Trey Young's the best, Giannis obviously is two. Of course. Obviously. Of course. And then I think you can make an argument for three and three four, and four, four on are on the Bucks. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how far off one and two are, but when Trey Young is going nuclear like he did, and it's funny, I think it was Pat Connaughton who. Uh, I was reading today in some of the pregame discussions, had a grin on his face because, you know, they don't have to play Kevin Durant in this series. Well, Trey Young might have got wind of that because he dropped one point less than Kevin Durant did in game five against uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. But I fully anticipate the Bucks to uh, to turn things around in game two. You know, Chris Middleton was was really off. 0 for 9 Not from good. 3. 6 for 23 from the field. 15 points for Chris Middleton. Uh, Giannis, as the game started to go on, and there was a moment late in that fourth quarter. Remember, folks, there was a time, Jeff, where I think the Bucks at the final media timeout were a four-point favorite. I mean, they had kind of seize control back for a little bit. And there was even a moment where you thought, oh my goodness, are they going to cover the eight? Because it got to six or seven. They were up eight. They were up eight. And what they were doing was they were just driving and lobbing it up to Giannis. I think there were some things down the stretch that worked. Now the Hawks tightened it up at the end and, and the final possession that uh, they threw it inside to, to Giannis down three, and then Giannis hits the two free throws because, of course, um, that possession was terrible. The previous possession, as we've talked about with the uh, with the Pat Connaughton three, uh, you can't look. I'm the biggest Pat Connaughton fan probably on earth, and you can't have him shooting that three. You just can't. It, that can't be a guy that you expect to hit one of the biggest shots of the game. Uh, so he went 0 for 4 from 3. Now, I know he had three threes in Game 7 uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. was the only guy off the bench for either team, I think, to score in that game. But you can't have him shooting that three. Um, but Trey Young, I mean, I guess it's hard to say he won't go off, but 48 points tonight. You know, one thing that I heard... Um, I think it was JVT talk about was the drop coverage that the Bucks usually implore and that his floater is going to be really, really successful. And he was, he was really strong inside the paint. He finished uh, 13 of 21 inside the paint JVT today. So that that's really, he had four threes, but he made his hay inside the paint tonight and got to the line 12 times. Because he gets calls like a superstar. I, look, look. Maybe because he's tiny. But, but here's the other thing, too. Like, going into this series, Trey Young had historically struggled against Milwaukee. Yeah. I mean, he and, didn't and even play in the He didn't the play last, in the last game. I think he didn't play at two of the games this year. Seven games career going into this, yeah. only averaging 18 points a game, shooting under 35% from the field. And what you get an all-time performance in game one. I mean, you said it before, is. The fifth highest total in the history of the conference finals, it's 48 crazy. tonight. Yeah, only, only, uh, only the, the guy Jordan and that guy LeBron and uh, and and, uh, and and the greatest international player that's ever played basketball and Dirk. It's incredible. It's a good list. And by the way, the other list that it is the Trey Young list right now: 45 points, 10 assists in a conference finals game. He's the only one to do it. Incredible. 48 points, 11 assists. Hawks, hell of a win tonight. 
More to come. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hire Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Make sure to download the VEASAN app or the iHeartRadio app. Stream every show on the network for free. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. We're live from the Circus Sportsbook. Wild nights. And we've got one baseball game left. And it's a goodie. Padres and Dodgers, Musgrove against Bauer. Now, I would have preferred a little lower scoring, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Two to two after four innings. Trevor Bauer just got out of a bases-loaded jam in the bottom of the fourth inning. So uh, we sit at two to two right now, Jeff, uh, after four innings of uh, work out in San Diego. And uh, the Padres trying to take the first three games of this series. Yeah, 
Yeah, it would be the pot. It wouldn't. It, it, is this a sweep? I don't know. This, if this is, is this a sweep, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, it would be a sweep if the Padres uh, Padres win this one again, two to two. Oh, and by the way, the Padres played a Diamondback starting on Friday, <laughs> so that, that that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so much for the Diamondbacks getting hot, Tim. Mm, so yeah. much for that. They did get a win, though. They did win. Now uh, nineteen out of twenty, they've lost. Yeah, the San Diego Padres uh, right now uh, they've won six in a row, two in a row over the Dodgers. And they find themselves still five games back. Um, the San Francisco Giants, man, they're not going away. They're 48 and 26. We're still going to hold off. Yeah, we have to wait. We have to wait. On the San Francisco Giants game. I, won't, I don't even want to say that they won. We'll just leave it at that. They won today. How they won, what that score was, that will be described by Jeff Parles, all time, all, all time train wreck. Later on in uh, in the program, but uh, the Padres uh, making their run right now, forty four and thirty two, and as of today, Jeff, your play in game in the wild card would be Dodgers hosting the Padres. Whew. You think? Uh, you think? Uh, Imagine that. The, the, the office in Manhattan would be pleased with that. Uh, yes and yeah, no, because well, I don't, they, I, they want both teams in the playoffs. Well, I think they, they'd rather Dodgers, Padres. Uh, would they, do they want an all-West Coast NLCS? Well, here's the thing. Look, I, I'm going to assume that the NL West champion is going to have the best record in the National League. That's true. So you're going to end up with, again, if you end up with the three California teams, one, two, three, and two and three are the wild cards, obviously I think the hope would be the Padres play the Giants, the Padres knock out said Giants, right. and then you get the Padres and the Dodgers. But oh. But again, if you get there are worse things for baseball if they than getting a Dodgers Giants and NLDS. I mean, there's worse things that could happen to them, obviously. And, and look at look at some point, this is more than a fluke for the Giants. We're almost halfway home now. Yes, and, they are not going away. They and, have the best run differential in baseball. Right, and like they're 22 games over 500, uh, which again for a team that remember last year it, they. they they needed to win the last weekend of the year, couldn't do it to make the playoffs. And that was a shocker that they were in it anyway. They had one of the lowest win totals before the season got sliced to 60 games because of COVID. And most people thought they were going to be horrible. And then this year you thought, all right, they still have a mid-70s win total as it was, Tim. They're going to shatter that at this rate. Well, and, and what's so beneficial to these three teams? Now, we thought what the benefit to the Dodgers and the Padres were was they could just beat up on the Giants, Diamondback and Diamondbacks and Rockies. Well, the Diamondbacks are the worst team in baseball, so everybody in this division gets to beat up on the Diamondbacks. And then the other three also can beat up on the Rockies to an extent. And that's huge for these three teams as they try to separate themselves. I mean, the NL East is a bit of a mess. Um, you know, the Nats are playing well. They just, you know, swept a two-game series uh, from the Phillies, winning both games by a run, and today was crazy, 13-12. to 12. I mean, you talk about uh, ups and downs if you had anything on that game uh, when it comes to a, a side. Uh, the Mets are now four games clear in first place. The, the, the Braves are, you know, five games back. So the NL East is going to kind of cannibalize itself. No wild card team is coming out of the NL East. No, and it shouldn't be. You could potentially see the Central if the Cubs or the Brewers both get hot. Um, but right now, I mean, you look at the Brewers, they're, you know, minus one in the run differential. They're 42 and 33, but you have to think that that's going to come back to the pack, maybe. But who knows? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it would be hard, almost to in, uh, hard to fathom, Jeff, that both wild cards don't come out of the NL West. Yeah, it could happen. They, I mean, look again. The Giants could fall fall off here and end up missing the playoffs. If again a second team in the East, the Nats are kind of on the. I, I don't want. I'm not going to say they're on the 2019 trajectory because I don't think they're. You going can say to, it if you want, but baby. but, but yeah, it's, it's let's kind, go it's Nats. Kind, it's huh. kind of that trajectory where they got off to a brutal start and have kind of found themselves as they ventured near nearer closer to the second half of the season. Obviously, we know what happened the rest of that. What year? I don't think they're winning the championship this year, but. It's not Do, a, it's not does a, everybody know what happened that year, Jeff? I, <laughs> I, think, I could go through it in depth I, I, if you'd like. I, I, I think so, Tim. But look, it, the, the, I think in, in the end here in the NL Central, that still screams one team. Yeah. Because one of there are four teams that are technically in that race. Pittsburgh's obviously terrible. Yeah, they're going to beat up on each other. But the Cardinals are highly mediocre. The Reds are their pitching is is just been a mess. And the Cubs, I think, have played way above their head so far this year. So I, I would actually, again, as of right now, I know the Cubs and Brewers are only a game behind San Diego entering today. But I would still lean that a second team in the East pops up and would would be more likely to steal mm. the second wild card bid away from the West teams, even though right now I think it's going to be those three West teams and it's just a matter of what order they finish with whoever wins that division, getting the one seed, getting the winner of the wild card game. As fun as it would be to see a winner take all between the Padres and the Dodgers, I really don't want it. I want I want Padres, Dodgers. It would be the DS. It would be the DS, which wouldn't be ideal. I want a seven-game series, but um, it'll be the DS. But I'll take that over. I mean, just every every game, Jeff, is so competitive between yeah, these two teams. Really good teams. And right now, it's two to two in the top. I mean, it just every game. I mean, it would be so much fun to watch, and it would almost be uh, unfortunate to only get one game, and for one of these teams to get eliminated in a game. And it's not their fault that the Giants are good. Go beat the Giants. Go get them to get knocked out of that. Um, so right now, two to two, only baseball game left uh, is the Dodgers and the Padres top of the fifth. And it is a two, two game. Joe Musgrove on the hill. He's got five K's and trying to have a one, two, three top of the fifth would have been nice if you had a one, two, three, fourth inning there, Joe. But hey, uh, I guess uh, beggars can't be choosers. Adam Hill's going to join us uh, at the top of the hour. Talk some Vegas Golden Knights. You know, what are their chances? You know, when we talked to Adam, I think it was two weeks ago. He said, and we, we talked to him about it because it was a similar situation where the light, uh, where the Avalanche were down three games to two to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They were going to Vegas, and it was a it was a big price for the first time in a long time on the Abs to win the Cup. And he said, you know, I would recommend going to grab that. And I'm not blaming him for this. I I thought the same thing. I grabbed it. I thought it was a a good opportunity because you would never get that price again, especially if Colorado won game six. They obviously didn't. So, Jeff, right now, updated odds at BetMGM because tonight the Lightning blow a 2-0 lead, lose to the Islanders. Game seven coming up on Friday night. In Tampa, that series even at three games apiece. The Montreal Canadiens, as we have reminded people, <laughs> won, what, 42% of their games this year, Jeff? 24-21-11 yep. was their record. 
Three teams that missed the playoffs had the, more wins. The Golden Knights heading into this series, the biggest favorite in a Stanley Cup final semifinal since 1990. Yep. They were odds on at some spots. Yes. And then you got the Islanders, who were the four seed that came out of the East Division. It's a mess. So right now, the Tampa Bay Lightning are plus 150 to win the Stanley Cup at BetMGM. The Canadiens, who are up three games to two and playing on their home ice tomorrow, are up three ga- are, are, are plus 300. The Golden Knights, who are one loss away from elimination on the road tomorrow, Plus three twenty-five, and the Islanders are four to one. So it is—it's a very unique situation in the futures market for the Stanley Cup playoffs because the Lightning are one loss away from elimination, but are plus one fifty to win the Stanley Cup. The Canadians, as mentioned, they—they they have a, a two for three, you know, two out of one, uh, two out of three chances to move on, but they're still three to one. What what a kind of just a a crazy spot we're in with the NHL. Well, in a 56-game season, in again a uh, the for going back to traditional home ice as opposed to playing in a bubble. Of course, we were due for some chaos here, Tim. By the way, just looking, so you have those odds from BetMGM tomorrow night. Vegas minus 138 favorites. Mm-hmm. Montreal plus 126. Friday night. Tampa Bay minus a dollar seventy-one. The buyback, Islanders plus one fifty-five in Tampa. I will be betting the Islanders. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I will be betting the Islanders. <laughs> that price, I wouldn't be surprised if that actually gets even juicier as we get tighter in on the game. Plus one fifty-seven is the best number I see out there for. I will the be. Islanders. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, the plus one six. It was about plus one sixty. I think it was plus 162 is what I bet it at in Game 5, and that obviously did not go well. Uh, but, yeah, that feels about right. I, yeah, I'm going to take the Islanders. Why not? Let's go for it, Tim Murray. Why not, man? <laughs> Islanders, baby. Then that, They didn't close out that. We need more games at Nassau Coliseum. They could host Game 1 of the Stanley <laughs> Cup Finals. Imagine that. The four seed in the East Division, when these brackets came out, could host... Game one <laughs> so ridiculous. of the Stanley Cup final. And it's not that crazy to envision at this point and time. Two hours in the books. Adam Hill, the Vegas Review Journal, will join us top of the next hour. Can the Golden Knights make a run? It's the nightcap here on VSIN. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. XL 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.